0: what's up everybody? It's matt johnson we are back with real estate uncensored this is the place where you get actionable ideas insight and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom and dale archdeacon is back with us today Dale, we were talking about it's not what you know that counts it's what you do and we'll talk about what we mean by that and how to apply it before we bring dale in the junior grandmaster himself is in his co-pilot seat where he so belongs back in his box yeah i love my box i live in my box Mm -hmm. i stay in my box um (laughs) thank god for that yeah no shit we don't actually humanly see each other oh Oh, god then we'll see the massive differences in our height because you're a giant man bear i'm a (laughs) a time traveling sasquatch Mm -hmm. um that's a
1: conspiracy theory which i thought was freaking hilariously awesome time Anyways, traveling sasquatch well, think about why you can have you, to why wait can you never find a sasquatch in the woods they're time travelers man It makes perfect
2: sense That's, Okay, yeah. so,
1: sounds great to me so we want to talk about something awesome uh with my srt there was a button on the on the jeep that says launch right? And there literally is a launch button. Next time we're together, Matt, you and I will go launch the car. And so if you want to see a 40-year-old man, forty year old man smile from ear to ear and giggle like a three-year-old on Christmas, that's what you give them. I went out and uh, Jackie and I took the truck out to try this thing out. And you, what you do is you push the launch button, push your foot on the brake, and then push your foot on the accelerator all the way down. And it changes all the gear settings in the engine. Then you just lift your foot up off the off the ga- off the brake and Like a slingshot, you're gone. It is like a roller coaster at an amusement park. I was like, (laughs) as I'm trying not to hit the bums who are watching us zip back and forth through San Francisco streets going, what is wrong with that
0: white boy?
2: (laughs) All of this sounds like it's in the manual that says, do not try this at home. Yes, it, it, it was actually yes. that was yeah. the
0: secret. Don't tell Greg about this part of the manual. Somebody, <laughs> somebody let him have that. I don't know. what It's called YouTube. Yeah. YouTube let me <laughs> have that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. so Dale, what's up, man?
2: Nothing, you know, just living the dream, baby.
0: <laughs> coaching, coaching agents, uh, helping people coaching. get better at converting leads. Just the spreading usual. the
2: gospel. Yeah, you know, the gospel yeah. lead improving converging. lives across this great nation. That's right. Doing or the Lord's no. work. All <laughs> right, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we're talking about just some of the things that you have observed in your travels, so, so, you know, so to speak, uh, you know, kind of coaching agents, uh, just for those that didn't catch one of your previous episodes, catch people up real quick on what you do on a daily basis.
2: So uh, I have a coaching and training company called smart inside sales, and we have a training platform for agents and ISAs called conversion university. Mm-hmm. And so we get contacted a lot by teams out there who, you know, are the big, the big thing right now that a lot of teams are going through is that they need to increase their lead conversion on mm-hmm. all these leads that they're purchasing. And, right. you know, I mean, they're spending 10, 15, 20, $30,000 a month on generating leads and they're going to disseminate it out to the team, and the team needs to create more revenue from the leads that are being paid for. So we get called in to help teams and agents improve their lead conversion. So the reason we came to this topic, Matt, is because, Mm -hmm. you know, the funny thing is, it's like, you want to be innovative when you're telling people what to do, right? Or you want to be new, you want to be hip, they want different or whatever. But the truth is, you have to First, what where this came from is we're getting teams and agents to send us in recordings that we're going to be coaching with. They're going to be training. We get them to do that ahead of time so we can actually hear what the team sounds like because we want to meet them where they're at, right? If we don't need to help them with the foundation, let's, you know, move on up the uh, difficulty level and teach them some higher level things. Exactly. So what happens is we listen to these calls and they're not even doing the basics, right? A lot of them. And, and then you go into a training session with them and you're talking about mirror and matching rapport building, like how to ask if somebody is working with an agent. Uh, and they all just sort of nod their heads and like, uh uh-huh, uh huh, huh, oh, yeah, no, I totally do that. I do that all the time. That's exactly what I know exactly what you're saying. I got all of this. And then you play their recordings for them and they're like, hmm, that's funny because I didn't hear you do that. Is that, <laughs> is that you that we're listening to? Because that's, that's the total opposite, right? right? That sounds like you're a total novice and you're like stumbling over yourself. So this is, we've suddenly realized it's like, no, now we have to actually practice and go through these basics with you and get you to demonstrate them live. So when we work with sales managers and team leaders, that's what we do is we have them actually do these live sessions with people. And it's not just role play, right? It is actually working on the foundational aspects of talking to a lead, objection handling that lead. Working that lead through to a closing, different things like that.
0: Yeah, which makes sense to me, and that this is that uh, this is part of why I've kind of Greg. You and I have always had a different perspective on what role playing is, because Greg <laughs> wants to jump to different different scenarios, wild like wildly different scenarios, and and really challenging them. And I think Greg is, you know, Greg, you have the most fun with people who have the basics down, mm-hmm. and then you want to throw interesting, entertaining to the audience kind of situations at them to see how they handle it. And my, my, you know, my response sure. to you is always don't overestimate the people who are you are role playing with, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like you're going way off the deep end here and giving them a really challenging thing when most people are not at that level. And so you and I have had basically yelled at each other over this before, but that's really what it comes down to is Dale in your, you're kind of driving that point home, which is there is value to throwing really odd, unique situations at them at a point. But most people right. aren't at that point where they can handle it yet, and so I really want to delve into like practice, right? Because Greg, you've you've logged some serious hours uh, in what I imagine is a chair that I don't want to even be near, right? No. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be anywhere near the chair where your where your ass has been seated for well, the of hours for years
1: prospecting for years. Well, yeah, well, I'm at somewhere near like four hundred thousand calls personally, four hundred fifty thousand calls personally. God. Yeah. Um, well, outbounds. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I used to have a nice squishy chair, so my my butt could breathe. It was fantastic. No sweaty, no sweaty swamp ass. Uh, but now I have uh, a very uncomfortable chair, which I have literally dented the foam. I gotta get <laughs> the one I'm sitting on.
0: Yeah. You need uh, you I, need like a you need like a gamer chair or something like that. But uh, I do. I do. But I'm curious. Like, it'd be phenomenal. What I want to get to, Greg, is like in the early days when you didn't have your stuff down, when you couldn't just reel off the scripts and stuff like that. Like, what I want to get to is the practice part of it, right? There's, there's a lot of value in role-playing, but at some point, Greg, you had to practice what you were gonna say and you had to practice it enough times to where it kind of rolls off the tongue without really thinking about it. I'm curious like how long it took you and how intentional you were about practicing to get you to the point where it rolls off the tongue. Dude, when you have less than
1: $35 to your name and you have bills and this is the only thing you know how to do, there's no fucking role playing time built into your life. It is live fire coming at you every single day in the br- most brutal ways you can possibly do it. Live fire door knocking, live fire calls, live fire follow ups. I mean, it's there's no, you know, pussyfooting around being like, oh, well, I don't sound perfect. My tonality's not just right on spot <laughs> Get the fuck out there and just start working, man. I mean, it, in life, life doesn't give you a warm up. Like you just got to get out there and just start playing. And it's okay. It's, it, is, it is okay to stumble if, you, if you're just starting out. Is it optimal? Absolutely not. But if you're nervous, tell the people you're nervous. Hey, man, I don't do a lot of calls. This, um, this is my first time doing it. I have a goal. I need to achieve it. This is what I'm doing to put food on the table for my family. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm messing up a little bit. Bam, you've humanized yourself. Empathy kicks in. You're no longer a machine. That's what a lot of people. You want to be the, you know, the, the the four colored glossy postcard version of a salesperson with a silver tongue, but in reality, if you can be a human and find something where you can collaborate with people and empathize with them, if you can, or find a common interest with them, and then build a sub, you know, a little a, a small little relationship there on the phone call, you'll do far better than if you were to be a, a silver tongue snake. I, I went into a a listing appointment. With an older couple, I showed up in literally this baseball hat, this sweatshirt, jeans, and vans on to a $1.5 million listing appointment plus another $800,000 lot. They were skeptical of me, but because I built rapport with them and just shoot them like a human, had no idea what, what we were going to do. I didn't even know they wanted to list their house it was basically just because he built, I built rapport, I'm going to get both of those listings. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean you went into a listing appointment and you didn't know they were going to list their house? What were the circumstances? Uh, we were—I I thought we were just talking about their their seven-acre lot out in Clayton. Oh. we're going to list, and then they told me, "Well, you know, my husband, you know, mm-hmm. he's got some health issues. We got to move down south." I'm like, "Oh, he's like, oh, we're going to list this house too." I'm like, "Oh, then we talk some more." And all of a sudden, they like, "I give them all the like legal resources and all these other resources." Like, no other agents ever helped us like that.
2: Wait a minute, what possessed you to go to your listing appointment in a ball cap and a hoodie? First of all, just to see if you could do it. Cause I'm that good, homie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like testing out so your You Superman
0: have to understand, what, what? Greg is like the Barney Stinson of listing homes. He just wants to see if he can pick up a listing <laughs> under the under the weirdest circumstances possible. He's going
2: to show up next time with like half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like smeared out. Uh, yes. well,
1: so, the real reason why I showed up in a, in a baseball hat and a sweater and everything else is because it was a pouring rainy day and I was actually looking at another lot. Uh, with another oh, okay. prospective client and i told them i was going to do that and to expect this and they're like that's totally cool we get it
2: okay all right i got it i got it
1: now it wasn't all like right. i rolled out of bed and like i feel like being lazy in a 1.5 million dollar listing appointment
2: i think i'll just get it okay dokey You're like how far can i push this
0: yeah, yeah. that's gonna say i want, I want and, and the next time that happens i want to see greg show up on somebody's doorstep in the black poncho that bruce willis wore in unbreakable <laughs> and just see if they <laughs> open the door at all In cargo shorts. All right, but let's get back to practicing because Greg in in the in as you so often do in the motivational speech that you just delivered. Here's what I got out of that. Number one, you had your back to the wall. So you didn't actually. But here's what I know about you. Oh, God, when you were doing live fire calls and live fire door knocks, you weren't just going out there and just doing role play. I get that you it was live fire. But what you were doing is in between those doors. Right. You started off with doors. And I know from what you said before that in between every door, you were writing down what worked and what didn't work. And mm-hmm. you were constantly tweaking your scripts. Right. Yeah. You were you were very actively engaged in the practice process and you mastered that on the doors and then you took it to the phones. Well, I also had an unfair
1: advantage. I also had my
0: father and my business partner, Chris, that
1: I could I would could listen to them in the office, picking up tonalities, picking up words, picking up phrasing right. that they were using. And then I would put I would translate that into my into my doors and, and, and
0: call. So yeah. it was it's not
1: it's not a fair playing
0: ground from an agent. No, I get that. Clients. But that's but the, for the folks that are in like involved in Dale's coaching, that's what they're getting that from him, yes. what you got from your dad and your business partner.
1: Yes, but yeah. they have to be intentional about wanting to help themselves. I mean, that's this true. is not just going to crawl into your brain and magically come out of your mouth at the right circumstances. You've got to be intentional like, "Oh, okay, you know what? If I change this word to that word, Dale said to do this. Okay, let's try that. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it works." Okay, if that worked, then maybe, right. maybe this will work. Right. It's, it's just, you got to be, it's like, it's like baking a cake, man. You got to put the ingredients in, in the right order and the right amounts, or you're going to come out with something you don't like. Uh, and, and Dale, I know that you have made, made this an absolute craft for your clients. And if they just literally bake the cake with the recipe you have already spelled out for them, they don't have to do all the second guessing. They, they can
2: literally follow your steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. Precisely, and then practice those, right? I mean, I think that's yeah. really the point. The practice is don't practice on your leads, right? Because the leads are getting <laughs> more and more expensive. <laughs> practice <laughs> outside of that, but practice it over and over again, right? So mm-hmm. just something as simple as, <clears throat> make you know, with a with a an online lead that's inquiring about a house, making instead of sitting there with a big gap in time or you know silence where you're trying to look up this property so that you hope you can answer their questions making the quick pivot so that you're getting away from the property as soon as possible and asking them about their situation. That way you can do it when you're driving in the car, standing in line at the grocery store, right? So you practice those kind of techniques so that you have it ready when that call comes in out of the blue.
1: Yeah, I actually, I have my, our good friend of the show, Nick Sackis, uh, out of Florida is, is doing my lead gen for me right now. And there's a ton of leads that are coming in on my text. I'm getting them all the time. So I was walking around San Francisco yesterday. I got like four or five leads, dude, i said, boom, return call, picked up the phone, made a call back to him. Cause like you said, there nine times out of 10, it's not actually about that house. It's about that type of home or something that client is trying to achieve. So just dive oh, Oh, are you interested in this house? you're not, okay, what are you guys looking for? Have you seen anything else that you liked? Yeah, how long have you been looking? Have you been pre-approved? You can go down all the different questions and find that common ground with them. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. You have to be more you know, human-centric, not house-centric because yeah. people can get answers on the houses from the Zillow. They don't need you. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, but but Zillow yeah. can't dig into their wants and needs and desires and hopes and dreams. That's yeah. where your training for the real estate agents comes in.
2: Exactly. And so you, what you do is basically get high-level techniques to use, have a strategy, have a way, a methodology for entering a call, staying in a call, asking about an agent, getting people off a property, moving them toward asking for a close or an appointment, and then practice those techniques over and over again until you have them dialed in. And this can be very helpful for dating as well. Yes. <laughs> you know, if you are terminally single, then it sounds like you need more practice.
1: Yeah,
0: I would definitely. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. <clears throat> See, I locked uh, what, my wife what in what a I enjoy being single. single. <laughs> I, I practice being single. I'm really damn good <laughs> at
2: it. <laughs> I, fortunately, I locked my wife in before internet dating was a thing, right? So, yeah. you know, yes. back then you'd have to go out to a bar and try to find somebody who wasn't trashed. It was, yeah. it was, much, it was much more difficult back then. But now yes. it's just like. You know, you got the Uber of dating or whatever. You're just going to order up,
1: a, you know, a blonde
2: or something. Yeah, I All feel right.
1: like a brunette with blue eyes this weekend. All right, there you are. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
2: my God. All right, this
0: is a terrible track of conversation. No, we, must, we must cut this off immediately. Uh, let's talk real quick and just uh, tell me, Dale, what the practice uh, process looks like. So you're walking through an agent kind of through this process. I get that. But tell me a little bit about what it might look like if they were doing this on their own and how just any agent listening this can I engage in that practice process
2: uh, when you're working with your role-play partner instead of just doing a if you if you aren't really experienced right if you're really experienced then yes role play is like a warm-up it's like a jump in the ring and just throw wild punches or have four people attack you at one time right just to get warmed up but if you're not super experienced and you just want, you know, you're getting into the lead gen game or you're getting into dealing with internet leads or whatever it may be, or if you just want to, you know, if you're primarily a repeat and referral kind of person and you want to be able to do stranger business better, then you're going to practice things like opening your call or opening your conversation with somebody. You're going to practice asking them your most important question. You're going to practice, having a hostile person who just wants to shut you down and you need to get your most important question answered. So with your role play partner, come up with whatever it is that you're going to be working on. Okay, today we're going to work on the intro, right? Mm -hmm. Just me nailing who I am and why I'm calling you. And Mm -hmm. do that over and over again, right? And then switch roles and do it over and over again. So you can practice that piece of it. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to move on, right? Okay, let's, today we're going to practice. You're just going to shove me off the phone, right? Mm -hmm. Be aggressive. And I have to work to get my most important question answered, which is, are you going to buy a house or are you going to sell a house?
1: Mm. I like those.
2: You just focus on those things. When we we go and work with a team, that's what we do. We first say, okay, where are your people at? Let's get a, let's take a reading on what the skill level of your agents is uh, and their mastery of being able to do these things and have conversations with strangers. And then we, you know, most of the time we just start them from the beginning and work them through it and practice it over and over again.
1: Yeah. I say that there's three, there's four different stages of a, of a script. It's who I am, where I'm or three stages, who I am, where I'm from, and what am I doing on the phone call? And if you can ask her who I am and where I'm from, get, just get that out as quickly as possible, and then answer the question, why am I there? And exactly. It's, 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 if you just go, it's this simple. Hi, my name is Greg McDaniel. I'm with the McDaniel Callahan Real Estate Team. That's who I am. That's where I'm from. The reason I'm calling today is blah. Yep, It's, it's that simple. I mean, that simple.
2: And you know what? If we got 100 agents to jump on here and do that right now, nah. Nah. 90% of them wouldn't be able to do it succinctly. Wouldn't be able to do it straightforward in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? The funny thing is I actually have to do my, when I do my live coach, my live calls on Facebook, beers and calls. Then in California, I have to throw in, you know, where we're, I'm doing some calls from my office tonight where we're recording the calls. You know, I got a question about blah, 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 and how to seamlessly throw that in and keep going. as people try to process like what the fuck, are they recording me? They're recording me. Oh, okay. Oh, they're recording me. <laughs> But it's, it, it's just, it's having the confidence, wouldn't you say Dale, in yourself. Yes. Um, I have a coaching client of mine right now, great guy, love him, but he's like what you talked about earlier. You know, I have got to get every piece of information about the property of their calling in so I don't have to miss one single question when they ask it. When in reality, uh-huh. building the rapport, like you said, them moving them off that property because it probably isn't the right home for them anyways.
2: Yeah, listen, I learned, yeah, I learned that way back in the day when I was just like you and didn't have $35 in my pocket calling expireds and for sale by owners, right? I realized real fast that you had to call a lot of numbers to talk mm-hmm. to people because most people didn't answer. Well, guess what? I didn't have time, when you're on a triple line dialer, you don't have time to research whatever property is that pops up on an answer, right? You, nope. you don't know who it's gonna be. You're And it's go time, so you mm-hmm. better be talking to them, right? You're not like, oh, hold on a second, Mrs. Smith, let me look up your property <laughs> and then ask them if you wanna sell it. You don't get to do that.
1: No, so, I mean, the yeah. good thing with like Redfin, or not Redfin, mm-hmm. with the Red X is now that they have the little Zillow emblem. So if, if you're on the call and you're like, oh shit, what does this house even look like? Bloop, pulls it up, bam, some super quick stats, a little bit about a location. I mean, you can pull back on the map, get an idea of where it is in, in relation to town. They can start talking about the different aspects of town, talk about the property stats, like, oh, I'm looking through my stats. And is it correct? You guys are a four, four bed, two bath or a four bed, two and a half? Oh, we're four, two and a half. I thought so. You know, county always messes that up. Let me change that. In I my thought record. so. I knew that. I knew that. Those silly gooses over there. I've been thinking so. about you all day today. You no, know, I drove past your house and you just popped <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nice sweater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <clears throat> but that's one that, that's one that is a script that Terry uses all the time. He would call, like think of like a past client or, or, or something like that. He'll just say, Hey, you know what? I was driving past your house the other day and I just popped in my mind. When in reality, you just popped up in your database, but they don't know the difference.
2: (laughs) Right. I just said that to 30
0: other people today.
1: Exactly. I I think about a lot of people, man. I'm just a people person.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, let's finish out with this because we want to uh, to have Dale back on. We're going to talk about objection handling. So keep an eye out for uh, that other episode. So we want to record that. But- First of all, Dale, let us know how you can, um, if, like, if you're a team leader who wants to look at hiring you, if you're an agent who wants to get involved in Convergent University, how do people connect and learn more about what you do?
2: They can email me, dale at smartinsidesales.com or go to our website or Facebook page. Super easy to find, smartinsidesales.com. Perfect.
0: All right, and then a uh, quick mention that this episode is brought to you by Wise Hire, uh, which is a fantastic supporter of the show. So if you're a team leader and you need to hire an ISA, for example, uh, or if you're looking to expand your team, whether it's ISAs, uh, sales agents, or admin, uh, Wise Hire makes that super easy. They've got all the ads pre-written for you. It's software that basically makes the hiring and screening and interviewing process super, super easy, and runs everyone through a disc assessment first to make sure that they're matched up to the exact profile that is been proven to work at each position within a real uh, real estate team. So if you uh, if you want to check them out at wisehire.com, go ahead and do that. You can also uh, listen to any of Jay Niblick, the CEO's uh, previous episodes on the show to learn more about them. Greg, what's the best way to connect with you? Best way to connect with me, go to bookmcdaniel.com. Let's talk about talk
1: about. EXP guys, let's talk about joining our EXP family. Look, Matt and I take no money from you whatsoever. We take money from the company out of the company dollar. We will provide you with value and support as you guys grow your business and connect you with people like Dale, who if you need to get your team or yourself on a better scripting technique, as he waves so nicely at you, like, hello, I'm over here. Um, <laughs> um, this is the kind of value add that we'll bring to you. So if you guys are interested in EXP, give me a, give me a call, or you can call me. Uh, but you know, go to bookmcdaniel.com, book 30 minutes with me, It'll be a lot of fun and be very easy
0: matt color of the bow please let's do a nice forest green i love like forest a, green like a classy speaking of classy dale like a like a nice english sports car
2: beautiful Ooh.
0: jaguar yeah nice yeah, they, yeah let's they, put they, a they type exactly let's put a little bow upon this episode uh so make sure to grab a call with greg make sure to go out yes. and review the show leave dale a nice mention in the review to give him a shout out for his time and his contribution and with that said everybody greg shall we Matt. Alright guys, we love you to pieces. Come back and watch us, listen to us, and share us with all of your friends and family,
1: co-workers, and your goldfish. Till next show. Peace out, ninjas! We're gone!